finest pipe weed in South Farm. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to people. Inspiring people. 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 Hello. Welcome to episode four of People Inspiring People. In this episode, you'll hear from my friend Jake Bennett. Jake was a professional touring musician in Australia, playing bass in the band Hobo Magic. I also heard that he briefly covered bass in the band called Wolf Mother too. Um, he's also um, a budding fantasy writer and traveler. That's how I know him here in Edinburgh. Um, he came across here to travel across Europe and, um, and we worked together in a coffee shop for a little while and became really good friends. To give you an image, Jake's kind of like Gandalf when he was 26 years old, um, <laughs> or at least that's how I imagine it. In this episode, um, there's also going to be a slightly new format. Um, as I talked about at the end, uh, end of my last episode, instead of using um, the same seven questions that Mini Driver uses, I've decided to take all 37 um, Proust questions, um, put them all into little cards and sort of sit with my guests and let them choose. And if they don't like a question that you don't have to answer, but then it sort of still lets us have a decent conversation. Um, just a little trigger warning before this episode gets going. Um, we do talk about drugs and we swear. Um, and we also sort of mentioned, we mentioned death um, and suicide um, in a slightly sort of jovial way, just because of the circumstance of how it comes up. But we totally, and I tried to backtrack in the episode, but you know, it's totally not um, a laughing matter. And if also, you know, if, if, um, if you do struggle with thoughts of this type or know anyone, who does then please seek help and talk to somebody i'll put some links in the description that said i really hope that you enjoy jake and i's conversation are you ready yeah this is it this is it okay. yeah this is actually probably the comfiest setup maybe yeah probably one of the com- we're sitting on the I floor like yeah we're sitting on the floor in my living room in edinburgh um and this is jake Hi Jake. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so the first part feels very podcast. I have to like. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is another person. <laughs> Hello, microphone. Uh, Look uh, at you. I'm too fluffy. I'm too fluffy. So I've got my intro questions and I've got my stack of questions um, that are from Proust's questionnaire. And I didn't take all of Proust's questions, and some of them are slightly worded differently to his ones. But anyway, um, I wanted to choose seven questions from this stack. And I'm also going to ask some intro questions. So, first, we'll do the intro questions. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you have for breakfast today? Oh, what did I have? Um, I had buttloads of coffee, to be honest. I did a dial in at work today. Oh, and shit. so, actually, I had a lemon curd pistachio cake with buttercream on top. It was really good, actually. And, yeah, another one. And I think it was like out of date, too. It was like, for some reason, it made it better. That's strange. So, like, for context, Jake and I work for the same coffee shop, and I know the exact cake that he's talking about, and it's... It's delicious. It's probably one of the best cakes (laughs) that they have right now. Excuse me. It's Um, delicious. It's really fantastic. Mm. How did that make you feel, though? Like, did that give you a good start to the day, or, like... I think I had, like, maybe a bit too much coffee, um, and I was a bit, like... Oversensitized, like I could 
I could feel people's um, breath lingering in the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could see people's like energy shimmering around me. Oh, really? Yeah. But That's it was quite... nice. It was it's interesting. Know, to be hypersensitive at times, you know, it's it's, it's good. Did the, did the seeing the, of the breath also heighten your sense of smell towards said breath? No, I kind of like I can I could cancel it. You know what I mean? I could I could see it, but I like canceled my nostrils at that point, okay. and then I like intensified the sight. That's kind of that's kind of, <laughs> that's, that's quite an impressive. <laughs> cancelled. <laughs> what the fuck was in this coffee? <laughs> it was geisha, baby. Matt's trying. To, oh fuck. Okay, fair. <laughs> really. Yeah, like Geisha down in Stockbridge. Anyway, let's not talk about work. Right. <laughs> You've got some extra skills that coffee grants you, and then uh, yeah, uh, I wish coffee doesn't do that to me. It makes me anxious, and yeah, and I can't see. This. Yeah, but you got to push past the anxiousness, and then comes the telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> telekinesis and breath seeing, and, yeah. and, and, like. Yeah. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely full of shit. <laughs> just, <I'm sorry. laughs> this whole interview is going to be uh, full of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's, sorry, that's, listeners. No, that's a great answer. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, might cut, I might cut that out. <laughs> no, no. No, don't cut no. that out. No, I am so full of shit. Okay, I know. Well, I don't only know vaguely, but like, who are you? Um, where are you from? Uh, or slash, what are your origins? Cool. Um, my name is Jake Bennett. Uh, throughout my life I've been called Greasy Bennett for uh, reasons that probably aren't as grotesque as they seem uh, I wrote a rap song once and I needed a rap name so people, people called me Greasy and then um, <laughs> oh right okay anyway, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go down into that later uh, I was born in Bristol and I moved to Australia when I was like nine years old with my family um, and I grew up there uh, on the Sunshine Coast beautiful little beach Beach town, mm. and yeah, that's who I am. In my wait, you're born in Australia? No, I was born in in Bristol in England. Oh, Bristol. Sorry, I missed missed that. I was thinking about the greasy thing still. The greasy thing, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll you, get back. To you that. can you can talk about that now if you want to. But yeah, like that's um, greasy's my name. Greasy's not my. Uh, I mean, name. I guess my my I was lingering on that because I already knew that you're from Australia and then you're born in England. Yeah, so like, okay, yeah, that's I knew just that. Boring fact. Yeah, well, to me, yeah, <laughs> but like to someone else, maybe not. Yeah, or I don't know. Yeah. It's just like. Maybe someone else was also born in England and grew yeah. up in uh, Brizzy. No. Yeah, I don't, yeah, just north of Brisbane, on the on the coastline, where it's a little bit more slow. You know. What was that like, growing up near Brisbane? Um, or on the coast? I mean, like I went from living in like uh, a Western Supermare, if anyone knows that place, and it's like a little beachside town in England, but it's like an absolute shithole like super run down I've heard and then I like moved to basically paradise you know like holiday destination like number one you know Noosa and it was almost like surreal that people lived in like in a holiday destination your life was a vacation yeah you know like I don't know it was, it's hard to but then you get used to it as you get used to all things and then I come back to Edinburgh and I'm like holy shit like <laughs> a city with like history and 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 culture and like there's it's writers and philosophers and inspired people have lived here and like that's something that i suppose is quite different to living in a in a beach town that is like a holiday destination yeah i guess you know 
I'm quite like people that maybe grew up or live in a holiday destination. Like also to me at least like living in Edinburgh I don't constantly think about the writers and the poets and the history constantly mm. does after you just like consciously remind yourself of it yeah yeah and I get jaded yeah. to it and then when you go away someone like or see something someone else yeah. talking about the place you're from you're like oh yeah shit this is like a magical place that I live in absolutely for someone yeah yeah when I first saw the castle I was like that's not even fucking real you know like yeah. as if like this building is like built into the landscape and is like you know is the is the heartbeat of a of a city of a place you know like yeah we don't have anything like that it in has cities like in australia power and majesty yeah. to it like yeah. nothing the reason there's no skyscrapers in edinburgh is because there's like you're not allowed to build taller than the castle so like really that's the limit yeah okay, so there cool. are buildings which are technically taller than the castle itself but like because it's on a hill you know what i mean yeah you can't, okay yeah you can't block it off that's incredible yeah so if you get high enough you can always see the castle from any point in the city right yeah you can so. see it if you lean out the back window of our flat because we're on the top floor here so um, you're lucky man this place is beautiful I like it's not bad town. Um, I'm in the ghetto you know mm. oh. <laughs> bless your cousin <laughs> won't be for long <laughs> not for long uh-huh. get now you gotta experience the ghetto once you've been on holiday for yeah. half your life exactly <laughs> yeah it's interesting um, what is your profession slash occupation mm-hmm well, um, uh, as you know, I make coffee at Fortitude, um, but I've played music since I was like 13. So yeah, like 13 years of playing music. Sick. So I suppose that was, I was doing that professionally for, for like 10 years. Yeah. That's pretty epic. And then, uh, I'm also writing a book and I've taken that quite, a, quite seriously, I suppose. So Cool. I knew that already. But you, yeah, fair, you already but like, know this. I don't know. I feel like do you I'm have a name the... for the book, or like? Oh God! Like, I've I've gone through a few at the moment. It is the song behind the leather door. That's a good one. Um, the leather door. The leather door. Yeah. And oh. you, uh, yeah, it's so. <laughs> there's a there's a place uh, in the book called Osclan, and um, the finest tanners that ever lived um, were. I guess born there or from there and they have a certain type of oxen that um, produces this leather that can basically um, I guess like take any blow from any sword so it's like a, a leather that's so hard <laughs> but no, it's this impenetrable like leather, that, leather but yeah that, that comes from this ox that's like an absolute beast um but yeah, that's all just stuff made up in my head. That's sick. Oh, <laughs> I want to read that sometime. Um, I meant to tell you I finished um, Wise Man's Fear. Yeah. Because um, if anyone doesn't know Patrick Rothfuss and his books, Jake introduced me to them and they're very, very good and I love them so much. And I just finished Wise Man's Fear and I now feel the empty void of waiting for Patrick Rothfuss to finish his next book. <laughs> oh, it's so controversial, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting worse. I feel like it's getting heated. People are getting like angry there's gonna be yeah hordes and pitchforks out the front of his house soon i think we can avoid going down that path though of like because i reckon like probably we'll talk to the, about that yeah, after, after talking about wow, this it's such an exciting yeah thing. anyway <laughs> that's exciting um I, I would like to read your book someday as well it's very yeah. much inspired by him yeah and, and yeah i guess his prose and uh, ways to tell stories so linking to that the next mm. question was like um, what is your obsession and or your mission would you say mm. that is your or, or yes I suppose so like oh, I guess with 
music and and the writing the, like the ways of expressing creativity so I, in in some way like they both come from the same place and so maybe the mission would be creativity in that in that sense you know and trying to make an impact through that whatever creativity comes out yeah in what, writing or in music what kind of impact do you want to make? um i guess there all kinds of messages i suppose but uh and i think it's probably one of the main reasons why i'm on here today and why i want to be here is because i think that uh being open about uh, the things that have happened to you and the things that you've been through are extremely important sharing stories and being comfortable with that sort of communication is really important and something I would love to uh, bring awareness to in the world yeah is is the fact that like if I can share my story and be vulnerable through music and also through you know like a lot of me goes into the writing that I put into this his book as as most a lot of other writers would as well you know like there's yeah. a huge chunk of of your mystery and your secret that goes into that creativity mm-hmm. and I think it's important to to share that because we all learn from stories and that's where we came from and I think that it's the most beautiful form of education yeah that's really. a really nice way to put it yeah the pretty most beautiful form of education um, yeah stories are super important aren't they yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, he maybe already said it. Um Yeah, like having the agency to be able to share your story as well is also super important and like putting mm. like emphasis on that. because um, some people don't like they just don't have control over their own story or Yeah, yeah. Or, or aren't even allowed to like yeah. explain to people. Yeah. So like yeah. So I guess like yeah, having this is almost a privilege. Mm. <laughs> it is, man, yeah, it is a privilege. And also being able to like, to have thought about your story and to have processed the story in a way that allows you to, I guess, heal and progress and and grow. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people have their story and are going through their story, but don't aren't able to process it so that they can't actually communicate it because they still haven't processed it themselves. You know, yeah. things they've done wrong, the mistakes they've made, or you know the things that have made them who they are today yeah and sometimes yeah life just catches you and you sort of keep flowing along and you sort of don't have time to 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 like to ignore that you ignore that process a lot of people do well yeah maybe it's easier to do that as well oh it's so much easier to do that that's how I spent a lot of my earlier adulthood anyway yeah until someone was like hey dude (laughs) <laughs> wake up to what's going on in there right okay I'm sure we'll get that epic well I don't know yeah. well like so because I've just chosen these like these ones I can either ask you the seven questions that I was yeah. asking about everyone else um, or we can choose seven from this pile man you you choose you choose whatever like, you want to let's test do. out seven from the pile because they're always, yeah. they're going to be um, do you want to pick one yeah should we just oh wow this well is... I'll pick one and you can pick some as well maybe. it's exciting this Dude, is a new so he's holding out a pile of questions and I get to pick at random which one this, this one looks kind of cute okay oh wow that's such a nice one I'm really glad do you want me to read it or do you want to read yeah, it yeah yeah no you read okay, it okay cool so the question the first question Jake's picked out is when and where or are you happiest when and where are you happiest um 
Wow. I suppose there's like, there's two answers for that because there's like, for me, there's like this, the selfish one where going back to that creating where I'm, I'm by myself and say I'm create writing a song or I'm in like a, a flow with writing within the book and creative energy is just like pouring out of me and, and with it is pent up emotions or anxiety and all of these things. Mm. I truly think that when people aren't, aren't reaching their creative potential, it, that it actually sort of builds up in them and turns in, into things like anxiety and, and even depression because there's a lack of outlet in that sense. Well, it's obviously just one small piece of those things. But I feel like there's a massive release for me there and it's something that I, I can't necessarily get in any other areas of my life, which is why it's quite special and unique to me time. But also there's mm. other points of happiness as well where like, you know, you're with a group of friends and everyone's laughing and smiling, dancing or just in a great conversation and we're sharing food. Mm. Um, I think to me that's one of the most beautiful things life can offer you you know that is yeah for sure no I agree with the I agree with the latter but also I find it interesting that you like that's an interesting way to put it which I can also like having a phrase like that is also like I can relate to it in a sense when you say mm. like like it's almost that you pent up like the the creative sort of energy like you need to release it in some yeah. way or like channel it through something yeah um, or whatever uh it's all like, like, I, like I think a lot of people had that like when we were in lockdown for example or like exactly, which yeah. I, hate, I hate bringing it back up because it's like one of the good yeah board top yeah. like one of those topics that's been beaten to death but like yeah but like that showed some things in us absolutely um, or like yeah it's, yeah. To, it's an interesting yeah so I think like uh, yeah. as far as like lockdown was concerned like it was either a time for like great transformation or to get stuck into you know so that stuff started piling up on you you know what I mean and like yeah. the fact that you were spending time alone and that people weren't being able to exert their creativity that's yeah. when things got really hard for people calcified yeah and second like for sure like for me for, for example like that's taken a mm. while to sort of like figure out how yeah. to decalcify fully and properly yeah. and yeah. to like gain the courage to yeah. and like yeah and like it's interesting the way to put it but it's I mean yeah. so but that makes the worst so and then it's no wonder if, if that's like how you're viewing it which is I mean it makes sense yeah. I can relate to that for sure but it, it does it does seem like a, like a selfish happiness uh, sometimes I, I feel like guilty that I'm like I love spending time doing that by myself you know and sometimes I might even reserve too much time for myself mm. I think but like as long as you're happy right like and yeah. you're not like and because um, I think there's there's different types of selfishness as well that like yeah. there's good and bad sides of everything nothing is like yeah well not it okay I say good and bad even then it's like nothing's black and white like mm. so there's like let's say a spectrum of selfishness <laughs> yeah <laughs> put selfishness uh, out on, the, on yeah. the carpet in front of us yeah and then like yeah so like because um, I imagine like you're writing a book it's not you, okay it's you're doing it for your own pleasure but like you also for other people's pleasure eventually mm. right once you you're done absolutely yeah i think it's just such a long-winded process that it is it's just me alone on this island with all of my ideas 
and I'm hoarding them and <laughs> and it's kind of like a scary thing too you know writing a book anyone who's written a book before will know that like <coughs> excuse me it's just you and and your ideas and whatever you're writing for like however long it takes you for most people it takes like a couple of years to write a book you know with no guidance or no uh, you know no one telling you oh wow, you're doing a great job man like because you can't just show people the really crappy version and then be like I don't know get excited about this really bad version of the book that's going to be really great one day yeah you know? it must be it's finding out how, like ways to do that I guess is the tricky part like I'd love to share it with people as well and also the I don't know how to explain it I can't figure out how to blurb this book mm. you just speak to a publisher or something yeah um, or any blurb experts out there yeah help me blurb <laughs> is there a blurbist is a blurbist a book is I a mean, blurbist not a, not a <laughs> someone pulls a out a business card yeah. like hey hey I'm a blurbist <laughs> I'm, I'm Bert Bert Mc Dingwall personal <laughs> blurb blurb for KT <laughs> <laughs> it's funny like just framing something in a certain way also then helps yeah. someone like yeah relate yeah. to um mm. like yeah relate to that and like sort of like, it's good to not mm. when you find something brings you happiness you shouldn't feel mm. bad about it unless it's unless it's like really badly affecting other people generally yeah of course yeah i suppose yeah that's the really negative side of selfishness I don't mm. think it's too sacrificial. I don't think I'm like sacrificed too much of my life. I don't think so. This. I was just, I just thought then that some of the happiest moments of my life, I was just thinking about it. Um, I like within nature as well. I totally boycotted nature for a while. Though. Of course. And yeah. I got to bring it back because, and nature, I guess is not a selfish thing either though. Like this, it's, you're sharing an, an experience with everything. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> That's a, Oh, for example, like I, I was surfing once and there was like a pod of like 50 dolphins Fuck. around me and sharing that moment with those dolphins was like next level. And I don't know why that just hanging out with a bunch of dolphins brings you so much joy. I don't, I don't even know what it... Well, I've never experienced a dolphin company. <laughs> dolphin company is next level. Dolphin company sounds like a bad name. <laughs> dolphin company, man. Uh, that's a good band name. It's not, but it's, it's definitely a surf band name. It is, sure. yeah. And there was uh, uh, like a baby, a couple of baby dolphins as well, and they're like, Whoa. they're like this big. What's how how big is that? How could you explain that into a microphone? Um, that's <laughs> that's like a little grotesque. Two thirds of a meter. Two thirds of a meter. That's how big they are, and they're like banana shaped. Maybe. Like oh. really banana, and they're stiff as well. So like when they're moving around, they're like really stiff little bananas. Oh. Do you know dolphins can get scoliosis? Really? They can get like bent backs and stuff, and like this is one of weird random facts oh that God. I know. But like they can get like you get scoli scoliosis like dolphins, oh. and then like, other dolphins have to like look after them. Like this is the is there like dolphin chiropractors? It, well, well they maybe are. <laughs> they're probably human dolphin chiropractors. I don't know if like dolphins oh, have yeah. the agency. Oh, Julia's home. <laughs> Hello, Julia. Okay, we were talking about Oops. dolphins and stuff. I don't know if I cut you off or not. I don't know if you can just go to the next question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let's, <laughs> um, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, because yeah. I, I can't Com remember. Complete train of thought is gone. Yeah, totally. I can't even remember what we spoke about. 
dolphins and being happy yeah. around dolphins and nature and that's yeah. I don't blame you for being happy in that sort of situation to be honest it yeah. sounds ideal it's like um, do you want to pick the next question yeah no problem um, I so I once you... had a, a dolphin reveal its vagina to me <laughs> <laughs> it came up to me while I was surfing it was just just a singular how, dolphin how she, did you know she it was beautiful the... eyes oh, I knew it was a vagina it rolled over in, on the surface and and dolphin vaginas look very similar to human vaginas but like grey get out yeah what the fuck I would say ah uh, yeah I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into too much detail without sounding crude um, but yeah and it was it was a beautiful thing and I was like thank you very much for showing me your vagina um have a have a blessed day and then I caught a wave got out of there <laughs> thought she was going to try and be like hey meet my parents I'm like no I'm not ready for this <laughs> I just got out of a relationship <laughs> maybe that's yeah I'm so good <laughs> I don't even know what to say <laughs> I'm worried if anyone else finds that information and then like some yeah. terrible people in this world but also, I wants to like Google Google image it right now to see if like my mind is playing tricks on it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even right, a. Right, it was actually a boy dolphin, quick. and that was his penis. <laughs> uh, dolph- Do I just type in dolphin vagina? Well, uh, yeah, vulva. I guess because the, the vagina is the out the inside part, isn't it? And then the, the vulva is the out the the. Okay. Okay. I don't know if this is called the same thing on a on a on a on a dolphin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, is that what you was, saw? It was weird. Like, it was maybe it was just a knife wound or something. Like, or like, like it had been hit by yeah, like, dude, something. That's, that's what it. I saw. Dude. Oh, that's what you saw. That's what I mind. fucking saw. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to swear on this? I've sworn already. So sorry. I mean, look at that thing, dude. <laughs> I kind of what you mean. That one's not gray though. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was it was great. <laughs> It was great. That guy's just like getting his fingers in it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like questionable act on that guy's behalf. He's just taking like a whole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his thumbs right in there. That guy's a what do you call a dolphin scientist? Uh, Oh, is there a cool name for it? I don't know. What do you? Dolphinologist. Dolphologist. Dolphologist. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. I just made that up. So. Yeah. Dolphologist. Dolphologist. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I looked it up, and unfortunately, um, someone who studies dolphins is not called a dolphinologist. <laughs> Obviously, it's a bit more confusing in the science world as usual. It's um, a cetologist. C e t ology. Cetologist is the branch of zoology that deals with whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Thanks, Google. Um, right, back to the podcast. Good. <laughs> next, they, they have the office right next to the dolphin um, ortho, ortho... What's the back... Orphanage? No. The, the, uh, uh, chiropractor. Chiropractor. Oh, my God. I was going to say orthodontist, like a, but I said fucking tooth... Oh, my God. <laughs> dolphin <laughs> the, the next question person, is like a very like deep you like yeah. turn from this question did you already read it no I, no, I was too busy <laughs> thinking about dolphin vaginas <laughs> you're gonna flip this conversation do you wanna like take a deep us? breath just take a deep breath okay there's giggle there's, I'm giggling all inside it's bouncing around inside it's of it. like <laughs> 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 can we just get, get excited <laughs> 
<laughs> negative become. Okay, like then, look, maybe we'll pick we'll pick another one. No, no, we're gonna ask this one. Yeah, okay, this no, is, no, we're gonna ask this one. Right, okay. okay, go for it. I'm ready. Say <laughs> <Don't look. laughs> <Sing> it. <laughs> to look you in the eyes. How would you like to die? <laughs> <laughs> this could be funny too. Though. How would you like to die? That's the next question. How would how, you like? How would you like to die? Oh God, I'm not ready for this question. We can ask a different one first if you like. Um, surrounded by loved ones, I don't know. Um, uh, how like in the ma like the manner in which I would like to die? It'd be pretty cool to go out like on a wave. A, a literal wave. Yeah, like surfing. That would, or, that would be like a domino connection to the last... Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I'd connect the two. Why wave? Um, oh, it's an amazing feeling. It's mm. an incredible feeling and like... A, but if you yeah, go out on a wave also like... Do you mean drowning? Or do you mean someone like shot you? Or like you have a heart attack on your surfboard? Or like... Yeah. Anyone would be good. I mean, not good. <laughs> 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 Drowning would be, I don't, I don't know, like, because if it's gonna be like nice waves, then like it's gonna be pretty chaotic. If I was to like be on a wave and then just start drowning, like it'd be like, it'd be panic. Yeah, you know, like it's maybe, uh, maybe okay. I'm on a wave, but I'm also like on way too many drugs, and I just like OD. And just go into this other realm. Get sucked into a riptide and then... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But I just like blissfully enter. That's how you would like to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at Tea Tree Bay at, at sunset um, uh, uh, in autumn, uh, the sun kind of like drops in a way where like the waves become this beautiful orange like face of water as mm. you're gliding along it and it's like no, nothing I'm trying to think of like the circumstances that would that sounds beautiful but it's mm -hmm. like the, the, the and it's does sound kind of like a it's like a least painful also yeah. very visually beautiful physically mm. feeling beautiful way to die but also I'm trying to think of like what are the circumstances which yeah. will lead you up to like yeah, being yeah. on a surfboard about to OD? <laughs> <laughs> Just like really, like, okay, so. is there a zombie apocalypse and you like, you've escaped the zombie apocalypse, you're like, may as well just kill myself in the best way I know how. And then like, that's what I'm thinking. But like, uh, or for example, but. Okay, so it's. Not that, so by the way. It's the 80s. Don't condone right. people killing themselves. <laughs> no. Um, but like, I mean, maybe if it was like, hey, like, you either die in this really terrible way in this apocalypse or like something awful is going to happen or yeah. you just like take these drugs right now and I just want to say like uh, not when I say don't condone like oh, yeah. please get help <laughs> um, I sorry should, yeah, yeah please yeah it's not, a, not it's a very dark topic that's why I was sort of like awkwardly laughing about this from dolphin vaginas yeah I'm still like yeah. kind of got the last anyway, sorry what yeah. were you saying sorry Oh, I mean, I was I was gonna get silly again and be like, okay, picture we're in the '80s now, and I rock up onto the beach and like Ozzy Osbourne and like a couple of the boys are hanging out and like <laughs> they're doing drugs, and then you're like, hey, well now I gotta hang out with these guys and do some drugs, and then they're like, well, let's go for a surf, and then you go for a surf with Ozzy Osbourne. Some guy's got like a chainsaw, or something. oh, maybe it's, we don't even OD. Like some guy's got a chainsaw and he's on a surfboard and he's riding, he's like, and then next thing you know, he like chops you in half. 
Ozzy Osbourne chops you in half? Well, maybe, yeah. Or is like his his burly friend with like a, a, a ch- handlebar mustache. This is a fever dream. <laughs> this is how you'd like to die with yeah, Ozzy Yeah, chaos. Ca- chaos, actually. Chaos. chaos would be cool. Everything's either... Um, everything is either chaos or patterns of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just to like sink into soil and just dissipate into the earth. <laughs> That's going to happen regardless of what you do anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless become like shark food or something. You have to die before you sink into the soil and dissipate into the earth, I think. But imagine if you just, you just melt and it happens in a moment, in a breath. Like a, like a game character. Like, and you just yeah. melt into it. You, you can do one. like one person at least I heard one story of someone dying from like trans is it transcendental meditation hey just popping in again um just wanted to mention that it's not actually called transcendental meditation it's called astral projection and there is a short stuff um episode about astral projection um of the stuff you should know podcast which is really great um I give some spoilers in this episode so sorry about that but really do check out there their episode because it's it's great deep and they just like they're like the guy was like i forget the guy's name but there was a stuff you should know podcast episode about it but he um uh, wow <laughs> i'm just gonna cut that burp out excuse me people inspiring people thanks man this came out of Let it out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is uh, he like was like told his friends like, hey guys, don't come out of my room. He's been practicing this meditation for like for ages, and um, don't come out of my room. And then you know, whatever, I don't care what happens. Don't don't knock on my door. Don't come in. And then he went into his room, and then like a couple days passed. They're used to him meditating for a long time anyway, so just like whatever. A um, couple days passed, and then um, they're like we haven't seen him in a few days, and then we probably should check on him, and then they finally checked and opened his door and he was just like laying on his back or something on his bed with this like blissful look on his face but he was dead holy shit yeah just that do you reckon it was like a a conscious decision to like to like go into it I don't think he was choosing to die but like well I don't know you know what I mean yeah that's what I mean like was it like a choice like he was like mentally like he was on some other plane or he was on like three different planes at once and he was like, I can just go into this now and become pure energy in some other fucking dimension. I wonder, yeah. And just let's go of this physical form. That's pretty cool. I'm not sure. It'd be, it'd be interesting if he almost died and then came Wake back. Wake the bugger up then. so we get to know. Yeah, he's just, well, he's, he's, I think he's long dead now, but I don't know what exactly was, but maybe Incredible. I can send you the episode. To look up the... I would, yeah, I would like to listen oh, to that. What was the... Ep- I think it was Transcendental Meditation mm. or... Maybe it relates to um, astral projection of some kind, or, but I'm not sure if that's uh, yeah. not directly related. That's a different thing. Yeah. Anyway. But great. that's. I feel like that's a, a very similar thing to like I suppose melting into into the, the earth. I suppose it's just like becoming part of the wholeness, the, the oneness of it, of it all. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see what happens on the other yeah. side eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Because. <laughs> that's the that's the one that's the reason why no one really 100% knows yet we have all these theories and like people having like faced what they think is well faced death and like yeah and or like have died for a few seconds maybe and then yeah. but then is that what death is always like when you when you go to the side is yeah. it just the the first corridor what's, well, yeah what's the permanent version of it yeah, yeah. I don't know what no, are your no what are your thoughts back of death 
Well, like you know, what like happens? what what is what is in store for us afterwards? I Maybe, think yeah. just from like because I've <clears throat> um, I've I've the epiphanies I come to just from like this is like I don't want to be like sort of like judged for. Which I know you're not go-to, but maybe yeah, someone listens course, to this, but like, yeah. judge for like, being like a, like sort of some, cause people are very often write off like psychedelics as like, psychedelic drugs and things like that as like a, like a, just, you can't take that as like any sort of data at all or something like that. But from my experiences doing LSD mm. in the past, I've done like seven times now um, in my life. I'm probably fine to be honest. I'd probably be happy if I never had to do it again. But like at the same time, not that I disliked it, but it was a mm. good experience, but it's like not one of those it's not I don't think it's a bad drug at all if you take it safely it's really not a bad drug, anyway, no. anyway like like yeah that's like from that I sort of made me think that like you know our like the, the sort of thing I came to is that our brain is sort of the thing that creates the patterns that make our thoughts and our memories and things like that and like there's like an energy somewhere in there that's like that's like being constituted into our brain and um and uh that's like held there by your by your physical form. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also like a co- corporeal. Is that the right word? Yeah, discorporeal. Oh no, corporeal is your corporeal is your body, mm-hmm. yeah. and then your discorporeal form, which like um, maybe has no form. It could be just like chaotic energy that just goes off and then eventually constitutes into something again. I'm not really sure, but I think there yeah. is like some other. I think your body dies, and then there's some other place that the energy within you goes. Like we maybe it's your soul or whatever, but. I think the memories can't really go with that mm. because your memories are tied to your your body and your brain because they're like that's what's holding the patterns that are the memories Absolutely, yeah. together. Yeah. I think there's there's definitely impacts or that's like right. there would be imprints on the energy or, or whatever it is that you know Oh yeah, quite that, possibly. You know, and that's I think true. like I have no idea. This is what I. Yeah, this is kind of what I've like, Yeah, it's just obviously theories, but from like because yeah. acid makes you think and analyze everything so mm. much, and then like yeah, and like yeah, like, yeah especially like yeah. your existence and consciousness yeah. so much, and so like that's what I think. I think yeah. like your energy goes somewhere, and yeah. maybe you can reconstitute into another body. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but like, how and, much and of it, and gets if it was lost to happen, when you think about it, it, if you go from one brain to another, that. That brain is is a is a unique and entirely beautiful and and intense thing within itself. How long is it going to take for all of those imprints to be filled up with new memories, new new ideas, new patterns, new, mm. new lessons? You know, like like for example, I, I saw a video of, of this like one and a half year old playing this like beautiful piece of music on a piano. Yeah, and it was like there was just no way that a that a baby could could do that like on its own will like no one had even like shown it how to play piano like it was just like that was an imprint from like a previous that's what you thought that's that that was the impression that i was getting i was like there's no way that like a baby that young it'd be interesting to see what happens (laughs) to it in like five years time like if it's as good at piano in five years time once it's filled its brain with these new images and these new lessons that's hard to say isn't it because like i you know, also some parents really force their kids into, yeah. into playing piano. So like, but if your baby's like better than your piano when it's like a year old, you'd be like, then there's something else going on. Maps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you'd really like. Yeah, it depends how. I don't know how good that kid was playing actually. So I don't. Uh, Man, if I find it again, I'll, I'll send it to you. We got some sharing to do after this. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember all the things we yeah. were going to share. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Oh, but like, I never asked you what you think. What happened? Don't, 
Are you happy to move on? Yeah, I yeah. To, I should have asked. I feel. I feel like yeah. I. I mean, I would. I would just add on to what you said. To be honest, I think yeah. that. Yeah. I think there's a, a, a greater, a greater source of something else happening, and then there's like the brain is a receptor of sorts. It is it's standalone. It's very own thing, and also. Like a receptor to energy or frequency or something, some form of, I don't know, whatever consciousness is, whatever that singular. Yeah, I've heard it described as is. a your brain being like a radio antenna. Yeah, yeah, that's how I imagine it. Yeah, and and it's funny, like when when you talk about psychedelics, I feel like that antenna becomes <coughs> a stronger version of itself, and you're able to like process more information while also receiving more information and more profound experiences, you know, or, or profound thoughts and, and understanding. Or exp exp yeah. experience things in a more profound way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, and then, you know, you come back to your regular state and you realize that like, whatever it was that was so profound now has lost its intensity, but you have still learned from that yeah. lesson, you know? You're like, I understand the fucking universe when you're on acid. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I, I get the universe. But like, yeah, yeah. do it's I really gr have a grasp on it the way I did last night? Like, back into like sort of the yeah. physical form again or something. Yeah. Right? It's just like, it's, it's weird to think, to, mm. to, to tackle with that. And also sometimes it's like, that's what that's showing you. But then, you know, um, is that really what it is or is that just the drug showing me that and like something but like I guess yeah there's other yeah. things other drugs and things that's the thing yeah there's, show similar there's, there's stuff so. like psychedelics like there's so many forms of it and they've all opened me up to 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 different things but of the same origin you know like like mushrooms or DMT like all of these all of these drugs have similar effects but they are different but the similarity is is the is the profoundness of it you know like the that absorption of, of profound understanding yeah and i think that comes from the same place mm. whatever that place is it's out of our body for sure but i don't, I don't know if death has anything to do with that mm, yeah. or, or if we're just picking up shit the same yeah. you know what i mean yeah, we, we yeah. are just receptors, and there it doesn't. There is nothing that leaves our body once we mm. die. It's just a singular experience, and then, and that's it. Yeah. I'd like to think it like in, about it's, past lives and stuff like that. It's like, nice to think, isn't it? Yeah, There's actually some, like, a question in here somewhere that yeah. asks about that, but like, um, yeah, gosh, mm -hmm. I could talk about this for ages, but yeah. I will just move on to yeah, the question. question. This is super interesting. <laughs> um, so oh yeah, you choose one. I'll choose one. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, One thing that, that drew me to Scotland. Sorry, I, I, I love. Go this no, topic. you can talk while and, I shuffle. Um, go for it. And I, I haven't had like many visions in my life. Like you have like very intense dreams and stuff. But I had like I was awake and I had this like vision and I was standing on top of a grassy knoll, and it was very Scottish. And I was yeah. I was ironclad. Like I had chainmail on, and I remember feeling this massive sense of like pride, and for my homeland. And for like this, it was, I don't know. And it, Your it was- Your homeland being Australia or the UK? It, it felt like a very Scottish landscape, uh. but it was like, I had a responsibility, which, you know, during this life- Oh, and this is a dream. 
it, it was it wasn't a dream because I was like I was lying in bed and I was still awake and I had like a vision and it was I was like planted back in this and it felt like a past life thing like that's how I received that information mm. and I felt like whoa like that was me in a past life like guarding probably my homeland or something and having this great responsibility and this great sense of purpose which as far as responsibility is concerned in this lifetime I haven't ever felt that greater sense of like this is what I'm here to do and I will stand here and on this grassy knoll and protect my people for yeah yeah and so that's what drew you to Scotland because it was it was one of the reasons why I think why I came here was because I was like there was a deep connection to that so oh, that was what sparked the idea I was like that's Scottish and I'm gonna go check it out with the patriot uh, sort of his patriotic history and yeah like and yeah and that's what yeah I think yeah the Scottish yeah it's it's that patriotism that that sense of like we're standing for for a reason and, and it's a very righteous kind of history I think that Scotland has yeah that's beautiful yeah the Irish I think they have it too like that it's it's a it's a f- like a flare in in their gut like an anger mm. I think I guess a lot of countries pride. have that people uh, yeah yeah I don't really feel that so much because like I'm it's weird. I, I like I, I can admire that, and I sort of mm. see the importance of it, and yeah. and the, especially like you said, like it gives you a purpose in life, and like especially yeah, yeah, like yeah. at one point in time, especially when like guarding your country from Scotland being rep- yeah. once upon a time repressed by like the English and all that. Mm. Stuff. Um, let's not go down that path. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like like you know, I'm I'm like English Welsh, and I kind of consider myself Scottish from having lived here most of my life, mm. and. And like, but I don't really feel like tired. Soup, like, I I go some. I can yeah. go to like somewhere else. Like when I went to Germany, mm. I felt like I was at home there, and I've never really spent like I started spending more time there. But like you know, when I yeah. when I when I've been there, I sort of or when I went to Australia, I sort of felt like quite. I could feel at home there as well. Yeah, I I don't really have like a patriotic sort of tie in a sense. Yeah, because yeah. I moved around a little bit as well. So like yeah. Um, like just in the UK, but I just cast myself as British. Just because mm. people are like, what does that mean? Like, where, where are you from? And I don't really have a place I'm from. Yeah. I'm just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I say I'm Australian, but I but am it's, English. But then again, like I, that's the thing is that I had never felt that profound sense of, yeah. of, of like responsibility in my life, but I got to experience it in this visualization that I had in my brain. Wow. And even coming here, I don't, I don't feel that I ever connected to that. Being like, oh, like, oh, there's my, there's my Scottish roots inside of me. Like, <laughs> Fired up. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't necessarily think I've ever experienced that. But it's, it would be amazing to feel that, you know, to be from a place and to to not know anything else. But also, it is it is much better to be a citizen of everywhere. To be. I think it's good to have respect for everywhere. You can still have that feeling of pride yeah. of where you're from and, and like belonging yeah. I guess but then still yeah. have respect for everywhere else it's when people will think like they sort of like exceptionalize themselves in the sort of like their yeah. nationalism and then it gets becomes a problem I think yeah um, but to go into that mindset imagine what that would be like to be mm. like where it's almost becomes like arrogance or you're like so proud of a place it's yeah yeah I can't yeah I can't think can't imagine. I feel like that about Earth, though, <laughs> in some respect. Yeah. It's like, yeah. although even then, I don't think I would be arrogant about it. 
yeah. unless yeah unless met some really pitiful aliens <laughs> I'm like yeah, this is a terrible planet yeah we're just gonna like <laughs> but then I don't know I guess yeah but that's yeah sometimes it is necessary to have that flair maybe yeah maybe we wouldn't have survived this long if if we didn't <coughs> were we not I don't know against <laughs> we I don't know like if cavemen weren't like fighting it out every day and being tough as hell would they would we have made it um something would have made it for sure yeah that's true we went down a little rabbit hole there what's next um so what is the trait you most deplore in yourself it's a good one mm. <clears throat> it's a very tricky one you can think for a second if you need to. yeah um it would probably be fear can you speak towards the mic sorry fear would uh, and I guess it it kind of comes in many forms but may perhaps fear has led me to make decisions in my life and I'm and probably still is controlling certain parts of me that uh I guess don't allow me to be at my fullest potential mm. as these yogi tees often tell yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's probably the big one and probably for a lot of people too. But it's a really vague answer and I want to kind of delve into a, a version of it. I guess, for example, like, like you're so scared that people, uh, like as far as my creativity for example, like I, I get so worked up about other people being able to love it in the way in which I love creating it. And sometimes I get so wrapped up in the fear of whether people will like it that it's actually the fear that is stomping on it rather than the people that will receive it stomping on it, you know? Mm. So I like rip out the page burn the page before <laughs> it ever e is even released you know and yeah. also i think uh, it kind of comes into relationships as well when i think about the relationships that i i've had i get so worked up and scared of what the outcomes of certain things would be that i that i disrupt the natural flow of things and yeah it's definitely something that i, I I'm trying to work on and you bake you break through these little barriers every now and then but also sometimes you just get stuck coasting along and being like oh let fear just run my life for a little bit and then you'll be like from break another barrier and then yeah. you're like but it would be nice to kind of be rid of it as a whole you know mm, I wonder though it's I mean for one thing I think it's good that you can recognize that mm. I think it's possible for, like, I think it's really normal to have yeah. that fear. I think, but like the fact that you recognize that you like, mm. I, I get the, also the frustration with it, but the fact you can recognize that you have this fear, that's like the first step towards being able to like, then yeah. have a conversation with it. Or, so, or like, you know, like, or like, yeah. cause I don't think, I think you, I don't think you're, it's with our physiology and like how mm. humans are, and, and like how we like just like it's like part of us to like to have fear 
yeah it's sort of a natural instinct i feel like it's it's the fear that's beyond like rational fear yeah fear beyond rational. I, rational I totally get what you're talking about because i'm yeah. also creative and i also have had neurotic times surrounding mm. relationships and yeah. still do constantly yeah but like it's just um I don't know, I guess it's mm. hearing you talking about it yeah. is like making me sort of also mm. reflect on that sort of thing and like yeah um and sometimes like I guess going into that like selfish creativity that I often go into and I think it's it's indulgent in a way that like I'm the fear allows me not to share it even though like it's shareable mm. like probably more with music than anything you know is it like prime time for me to like get off my butt and like make moves to do something uh, about it but part of me is like it's not ready yet and I'm holding it until it is and but like it's probably never going to be more ready than it is right now so just like yeah yeah being held back by your own expectations yeah it's a tricky one yeah it takes I think it takes like mm. I totally relate to that mm. and like I think it just takes time yeah. and practice yeah yeah but i guess like that fear it creates a lot of things that i probably don't like in myself what is it deplore mm. yeah like a, like a, a, it creates like aloofness maybe like i withdraw myself at times you know mm. um yeah what else that's okay though yeah. and that happens like, I guess you can find some solace in the sense of like mm. that um, is like a normal thing that happens to like mm. probably everyone especially I think I'd say everyone especially people that create things I reckon yeah. I think it's good to have a level of fear because it means you're also yeah. not some brash idiot that just charges ahead and like yeah. whatever you make is then hopefully going to be yeah. at the best it can be yeah maybe like yeah. obviously like having a balance but I admire those people sometimes you know yeah I know, I know what you mean yeah, it's like they just go for it and yeah and you're like wow like good on you and like people respond to it in certain ways and you're like oh like if only I did that at that moment you know yeah I could have been that person but instead but then again like and then that yeah adds more layers to it yeah it's just yeah I'm, tr I'm trying to deal with that sort of stuff as well like, yeah but yeah but like I think also then like how many of those people that have just like done that how much what, what have they gone through to get to the point where they're able yeah. to just do that yeah you know what i mean yeah like what's their experience that's led them to be like that and yeah. then maybe we can just learn from them instead of like being jealous or whatever yeah absolutely like, yeah yeah fear leads to the dark side oh, it's made the board yes <laughs> that was a good that was a good closer let's move on here leads to hate hate leads to the dark side <laughs> fuck yeah Yoda fear leads to hate Yoda's not scared of shit hell <laughs> no if you were to die and come back as a person or a thing what do you think it would be see I told you there was a question like that in there somewhere yeah um, like is this like a, a karmic thing like uh, or do you think like or like a this is like what as doing. it was worded on the Proust questionnaire. Mm. So some of them I've slightly changed the wording yeah. um, just to update them a bit. Cause mm. Yeah, or like I just thought they weren't the best wording. Or, um, but like this is essentially the same question. But like, yeah, if you were to die and come back as a person or thing, what would you think it would be? So like I, you can think of it. I'm not really sure. I guess it's open to interpretation how you 
yeah. of it in a religious way or in like a mm. uh, or just in some fantastical way perhaps <laughs> or yeah. a, um, what do you think it would be um, oh, I mean on a comic level, <laughs> a cockroach. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but optimistically, I would I would like to be a, a, a human again. That would be um, that'd be sick. That'd be really cool, and and to just experience something like completely different. Um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't necessarily be like fussy because I think the human experience is just wonderful and terrifying and all of it encompassing this in this in this meat sack and (laughs) (laughs) i think it's beautiful i'd do it again if i had the chance i would be another human but i i mean i think about that sometimes as well but then like like if you were to come back who was to say that like that you'd have the same like because ideally it'd be cool to like come back as another human and have the same experiences and memories as you had mm. so you can just build on them and keep going yeah 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 um but if i was to start over again from youth <laughs> yeah but i mean again i the same question i would like i would re-experience it all and because yeah. i mean you'd hope that it's not like a really really unfortunate and un, unprivileged life a life that you, you you get given but can i ask actually um why do you think it would be a cockroach Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't really know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I'm a, a terrible person. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was say, some people like I can imagine jo- who would yeah. be much more deserving as be- turning into yeah. a cockroach. It was more. Fun. It was more of a, a, a joke than anything. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I made silly mistakes, you know. But I think it's it's how you deal with the mistakes that makes you less cockroachy, I guess. Cockroaches yeah. always come back as well. <laughs> they do, man. Yeah, they're, they're actually no. They're, maybe it's a, they're they're durable. They're like not even on the bottom of the food chain. Like, surely they get to they get so, to enjoy rubbish. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like being at rock bottom and like loving it. Yeah. So like, maybe it's being, actually being a cockroach would be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was a cockroach. I like the positive twist on it, Torres. Or a uh, oh yeah, like a, uh, maybe a cat. That'd be nice too. Just to like sit and purr and catch a sunbeam every now and then. And I could see you being a cat, like a like a long haired cat. That, um, yeah. But like the, uh, one of those cats, like you'd be this cat that um, I've like either one of those ones that just <laughs> lives a kicks about a city and everyone knows it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the no one's cat, or you'd be like one of these cats. Like when I first moved to Scotland, the people we stayed in like my parents' friend's garden in this caravan in their garden. And um, they had this house, and the house came with this big, fluffy ass cat called Nemo. <laughs> and um, but the cat, the house came with the cat, and they moved out, and the cat stayed. <laughs> and I love that the house whoever, came with the cat. The cat would not leave <laughs> the cat. The, house. Was, the cat was what you came for, and then you got the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite an expensive cat, really. But he was an amazing cat, to be fair. So amazing. He'd be like that kind of cat. It's like he uses his own. I love the yeah. curiosity of them. That's definitely like a perk of being a cat. Yeah. They're always just like checking the out what's going on. And the just downfall like... as well. Yeah. One of my parents' cats died because he wouldn't stop trying to jump and get the birds and the 
top of the barn <laughs> and he just like one day jumped to try and get the birds and fell <laughs> and just yeah, what? yeah well he bounced off a wall and then burst a lung or something in it Oh my God, so that's really man. tragic, isn't it? It's <laughs> crazy, though. Poor guy. I know. I, I, thought thought, it was I was like, really sad when he passed away. That's like true. against what cats do as well. They always like yeah, uh, like that confidence as well to like make that <clears> jump <throat> and think, you know what? No matter right. what happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna survive this. Why <laughs> you just so fixated <laughs> on this? <laughs> See that's that's these dumb people confidence. that's these creative people that are like <laughs> with the dumb I mean? confidence. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. You gotta respect it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to have dumb confidence yeah. in certain things in life. But yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Sorry, it's a while ago now. <laughs> it's fine. What's the cat's name? His name is Jimmy. Jimmy. We almost always name our cats after like famous musicians. So like yeah. there was Jimmy and Ozzy, who were like two great kit cats and they both passed away now. Um my cat's called Frank. And were these like mm. what? Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, like Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, just like kind of like a mixture. Yeah, um, mixture. Um, Who's Ozzy? Oh, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. oh that yeah. was worth calling that. <laughs> but I know all of the cats been named after the musicians. But it was Frank and there was Tom. What else did we have? Tom? Yeah. Quinn. But Quinn wasn't named after a musician. I don't know. Really? I'm speaking out my ass. But we had lots of cats anyway. I've had so many cats yes. in my life. But <laughs> <laughs> I only had one, and before that I wasn't really a cat person, and then this one cat that huh. my family owned really just sold me on, you know? Mm. I became a cat person. I don't think it's ever too late. To become a cat person? No, there's all these, there's all these like, <laughs> like purists, dog purists, and I'm like, it's never too late, man. Like, go to the pet store, get yourself a cat, and fall in love, and They're all just, I, I, I don't it, think, man. yeah, I don't think... Like, Having us like people love to take a side on something, and yeah, it's like, yeah. what's the point? Like, it's yeah. just like they're all animals and they, they all have yeah. their own quirks. And mm. like, if it's a cow or a cat or a mm. budgie, or a... but you're like, you'd be a dog person, right? And like cows, but then have you ever tried to hang out with a cow and pet a cow? Like, it takes a lot of time and, and energy, yeah. Oh, I've actually, I got so does a dog, yeah. I mean, yeah, some dogs, some dogs. So yeah, Phoenix, some dogs. For, for example, you know. Well, they do stuff to walk them and stuff. And yeah. Phoenix is my flatmate's dog, and she's a Shiba Inu. She's very quiet and chill, but so cute. still takes energy. <laughs> so Maybe not as much as a cow, to be fair. Yeah. I got this. I got this great cow story. Okay. I feel like I want to share it. It's really okay, cool. go, go for the cow story. <laughs> so <laughs> this is gonna gonna take like a, a minute or two. So me and my friend, uh, we were we were at another friend's place uh, in Byron Bay, like out in the hills somewhere, like Ballinor or something beautiful property um and the sun was setting and we were like dude like we really want to hug a cow like and there was a there was a, a field full of cows and we're like we're gonna make this happen man like let's do this hug and we were like we were in we were just fixated on it we were inspired and we were like it's gonna happen today yeah. like, today's the day and so we, we hopped in the field and and we were running around and these cats were just like I mean, these cats, these cows, <laughs> these cats, cat, running around. cat cow, you know, <laughs> um, and we were run, like, literally three hours, man, of running around, um, Murphy, uh, my friend out there, he, he'll vouch for it. It was a long last time that That's we were nuts. running around with these cows and we, we kind of got to this situation where like, it was like the corner of the paddock and, and the, the cows had split into two separate groups huh. and we were on the fence line now. And all of a sudden we realized that the cows were like, 
were were coming in on us. There was two separate groups of cows, and they were like they were they were they were verging in. in. And we were like, yeah, and we were like, holy shit, man, we're gonna be we're gonna get trapped by these cows, man. Like, there's no way out of this. Like, we this is it. <laughs> and we like we were, I think pretty sure we were hugging it out. Like, this is it, brother. Like, <laughs> oh say our goodbyes. You know, this is the moment that we uh, that we that we die. And all of a sudden, out of out of these two groups, this one cow, and it was kind of a small cow. Yeah. She came out and she just started walking in front in front of the the crowd and the, and the rest of the crowd sort of stopped walking and she walked up to us and it she just walked straight into a hug and no. embraced us man. That's so cute. And we were hugging this cow for like it was like 20 minutes and the sun was setting it was gorgeous. <laughs> and just as the sun uh it was setting on the horizon there was this horse under this this beautiful fig tree. And this horse got up on its on its hind legs and was like, nee! "Get out!" And the sun was behind it, and we were like, "What is happening, dude? Yeah, like, we've been gifted with the most magical afternoon. Like it was, it was incredible. One of the, wow! Yeah, that was one of the happiest moments that, of my the, life. That hugged the cow matriarch. And, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And the other cows were watching on. Like, I think they learned a lesson that day. But yeah. All, wow. All we wanted was love, but we were being, we were being like desperate. I mean, we were like desperate. Yeah, when you when you try and chase after love and squeeze it too yeah. hard, then, then when you sit and wait for it, yeah, then it's totally it was life or death, and love love came and answered and prospered. So there you go, kids. That's a fucking amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, I want to hug a cow now. Hug a cow now. Uh, hug a cow now. Hug a cow now. <laughs> Bad names. <laughs> hug a cow now. Hug a cow now. Hug a cow now. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, um, sorry. Oh. What is your current state of mind? Ooh. That's great. Where am I at right now? Hmm. Um I feel uh I feel very excited for future opportunities. I've got like uh a month left in Edinburgh and then um doing about three months of of just travel around Europe and so I'm really excited to get on the road and and have time to I guess just see obviously experience and see the the beauty of the world but also just to uh to like check in with myself and have the the spare time and energy to do that I often feel like the structure of society and, and work and, and everyday life sometimes gets in the way of that of that process for sure so I'm, I'm i'm really excited to like i don't know learn lots about the world and myself also have time to create and read and relax drink wine and <laughs> yeah i'm just so yeah i'm 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 full of life I'm, I'm i'm on the verge of a great adventure so like i'm getting itchy toes and i'm, I'm yeah. ready and i also think that like after the, those couple of months i'm heading back home to australia and um, I've got a lot to, I've got a lot to, to do when I get back and I feel, uh, my, my brother ex explained it to me when he did like a year, year or so abroad, like before I left and he was like going traveling and like ex absorbing all of the things that come with, with travel. Like once you get back, um, home, like you are like if you feel realigned and ready to take on any challenge that, that 
you kind of were scared to take on when you when you when you left oh yeah and i already feel that now like i feel like when i get home i'm ready to record an album and and uh i think i'm gonna go back and do some more study as well um yeah take on the challenges that i think i was kind of too afraid of before okay so it's like tackling the fear the fear thing really which is good but i guess that's still quite future isn't it right now well your current I guess that's the weird thing isn't it like saying your yeah. current state of mind your current state of mind I guess is looking forward yeah and, but it seems like in anticipation but also yeah I feel like my experiences here in Edinburgh have been really amazing for my mental health I think moving to a different city is a really great thing for anyone who I think is experiencing a lot of sort of drag and lag in their life and and repetition and and also yeah like that that funk that people get in i think mm. moving to a new city is like yeah one of the greatest things i did for my mental health mm. for sure and I, and, and I, i'm still experiencing those those benefits now and it's great yeah it's a chance to like get rid of old habits and make new ones uh make new friends um realize and making new friends obviously means that you Get, get a grasp of new perspectives which is always really great to hear other people's stories and if you're on the different side of the world people's perspectives are different yeah for sure yeah it's, it keeps that helps you yeah because um, I almost like when you also when you go to a different place it almost feels like you're like oh, I've come here for a reason mm. I need to be doing x y and z or whatever it is that you yeah yeah and but like, sometimes just being in a different place is is, is the reason yeah you know, like I, I found a lot of clarity just being removed from a lot of the little nitty gritty social situations that I had going on in my life previously yeah. and I was able to look at it from an outer perspective even though I'm the same yeah. the same meat bag it was like from this side of the world <laughs> it's like a yeah you get to kind of like zoom in on all of the little parts of your life the way you were acting silly or holding onto things and feelings that weren't necessary being mm. removed from it all you're able to be like huh, I don't need that Get yeah and let it go yeah, yeah 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 for sure I felt that I guess when I when I went to like Australia and then like but then like coming back made me like feel really sad <laughs> when yeah. I came back but like when I went to Melbourne for a while and then like I, I was already there but then also like when I was there like lockdown happened and stuff mm. <laughs> so then, but, but I totally get that feeling of like when you first go somewhere it's sort of like it's, it's almost like all the inhibitions have come off yeah and you just like it's a really amazing feeling yeah it is it's, cool it's like a shedding of the, of the skin yeah I'm glad that also you did come here and also mm. that like it, it's helped you a lot it's nice yeah yeah yeah. it's quite an amazing city to come to to be fair it is man it, yeah and it was a vast contrast to to what I was experiencing back back at home mm. and I'm and I'm good I'm glad to to go back home and, and to and to have like a, a deeper uh, gratification for those for those things the beautiful natural spots around where I'm from yeah to to fall back in love with place where I'm from as well mm. I don't know have you because you're yeah you've spent a lot of time in Scotland right in Aberdeen 
would you say that's the place you spent the most time? In Scotland, yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah. Do you ever go back there and, and fall in love with it in a different way, or does it kind of like... I would, uh, God, the way I feel right now, because Aberdeen doesn't really feel my home. Yeah. Like, my parents' farm, I f- love that. Yeah. But if I could just take my parents' farm and move it to a different city, maybe. Yeah. Not that I love some of the people I know in Aberdeen, but like, um, and it's I don't want to deplore that city at all, but at the same time, like, I'm happy if I don't ever go back there I, mm. I'm fine with that not that not because of a hateful way yeah I probably will go back and there's maybe some nostalgic sort of parts of it but mm. it's a very small city and and um, I experienced some really great things there and also things that made me who I am now obviously so I don't mm. regret anything but like yeah. um, but at the same time it's like I'm, there's so much more I want to see in the world and and yeah it's, and I'm, yeah. I've seen most of that place do you know mm. what I mean um but like that's that, that I feel bad because I I probably go back there. I'd love to play back play a show there and play like you know first yeah, time I went to a gig yeah. was in Aberdeen, in the tunnels, and the uh, first gig you went to first yeah in Aber- nice. yeah and when I was like thirteen I went to see Go Audio, which is this band that doesn't exist anymore, but they were they were like a British band that was on tour at the time they had one album. Sick. <laughs> and I remember in a tunnel. And the, there's a venue called the Tunnels. Oh okay. Which is actually a great venue to be fair. It's a great small venue. And there's a lot to yeah. There's yeah. Every city has great things to say yeah, about it, and I don't want to. I'm not totally not bad mouthing it. Yeah. But like, if I never went back there, I probably won't be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I, I I have a bit of a vagabond spirit as well. So like, yeah. I'm I. You know, I'd maybe be sad if I left Edinburgh because I've built more of a close community here. Yeah. But I didn't really maybe didn't know how to do that when I was in Aberdeen, perhaps, and I was a bit closed off from it. Uh, yeah. In some ways, but um. And that's the thing. I think it's it's the people, it's definitely the people that you meet that make a, a big impact on a, on a place. Mm. You know what I mean? Where where you met those people and the experiences that you had with those people, I think is what makes a place truly great. I think I do have a lot of people that I really love back at home, and I and I think yeah, the, there was a lack of appreciation there just purely on the fact that I'd spent sixteen years around mm. <laughs> not fully bummed around but playing music throughout all of it but yeah and to, and to leave it and really appreciate those people family friends it's nice I'm gonna go back and give everyone a big smushy hug and good yeah good good food and smile and laugh and yeah have a nice time drink pints yeah, I can see your eyes going off in the distance. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. something that like I can't see. Yeah, like you're thinking uh, yeah, about. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at everyone's a smiling spectrum faces. Of things. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, man. Um, Thank you for being on my podcast. That was the first time I've done this format, and I quite liked it. So yeah, I don't know if you, did did, you like it. Yeah, it was it was fun, <laughs> and we we digressed. I feel like. Yeah, we digressed a lot. Yeah, was... we, we got off topic, but I feel like that's us. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I could talk, together. honestly, I could ask all these questions yeah. and keep talking for ages. And then, yeah. But let's have some dinner. <laughs> yeah. Katsuka Ray! Yeah, okay. Um, thanks so much for having me. Sorry. I appreciate it. Have a good experience. luck with your book. Thank Let you. us know when that's done. Yeah, of course. You'll be one of the first people. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love <laughs> <laughs> you. Hey, listener, thanks for listening to People Inspiring People. This was episode four um, of a podcast that was inspired by many drivers, many questions. 
um, which is something you should totally go and listen to. Uh, music and sound design for this podcast was done by me, Pip. And if you need any help with music or sound design, or if you just want to chat or ask me a question, send me an email at justpipmusic at gmail.com. Questions in this podcast were taken from Proust's questionnaire. And my guest today was Jake Bennett. Um, I'm going to miss Jake when he goes back to Australia, which he's already left around Europe, so I might not see him again for a very long time. But I have really enjoyed knowing Jake for this short amount of time, and I don't make that many friends with guys, actually, so um, it's been nice to have uh, a, a dude friend. That's, uh, I don't have many dude conversations like this, so it was, it was pretty fun. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, hopefully... One day we'll get to read Jake's book and when that comes out, I will post it on this podcast. Thanks for listening.